Welcome to Living Water Radio. I visited the Benton Museum of Art at Pomona College in Claremont the other day. We are fortunate to have scores of excellent art museums and galleries in the L.A. area. The Getty Center and the Los Angeles County Museum of Art in L.A., the Norton Simon Museum in Pasadena, the Huntington Library Art Museum and Botanical Gardens in San Marino are just a few of the many places we can easily go to view the literally world-class collections of art on display. What does art have to do with our expression of the Christian faith? Today, we're going to find out. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church Disciples of Christ United Church of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Ross Duthat is a conservative who was a senior editor of The Atlantic Magazine and is now a columnist for The New York Times. He writes about how most American Christianity's current wounds have been self-inflicted in his 2012 book, Bad Religion, How We Became a Nation of Heretics. Toward the end of the book, he observes that Christianity has been in similar decline several times in its history, and two things have brought it back, holy living and the arts. Christianity has been a patron of the arts for most of its history. Think about the times when the church has been the strongest and most influential in any society, and it will parallel a time when its support for the arts has been the strongest. Which was the cause and which was the effect? Was there more art because Christianity ran deeper? Or was Christianity deeper because there was more Christian art? Hard to say. Correlation does not equal causation, as they say. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that artistic expressions and the renewal of the church can go hand in hand, but not because the church is the patron. The patron is just the purse. How that happens is the work of God. Renewal can come with art when the Christian artist uses the medium in which he or she works to make the truest statement possible. The artist goes to the most real part of themselves to make a statement. The art is an expression of the artist's faith. I remember an old story about a superstar actor who took part in a worship service built around the 23rd Psalm, the one that begins, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He rose and delivered a dramatic and nuanced reading of the psalm. When he had finished, the congregation burst into applause, a rare occurrence in that church. Next, a beloved Sunday school teachers of many years walked slowly to the lectern and recited the psalm. There was silence when she finished, except for the sounds of weeping within the congregation. Afterward, the actor asked the pastor, Why do you think it was that when I read the psalm, people applauded, but when she read the same psalm, people wept? The pastor answered, Because you know the psalm, but she knows the shepherd. Christian art does not have to be representational. 
that is to depict Bible scenes or events from the history of the church or particular social values. That's not the power of it. The power is in what is revealed to you. Art, in this sense, is not so much seen as experienced. It may result in an epiphany. It may not always be a pleasant experience. It may broaden what it means for you to be human. Christian art doesn't need to show you an external picture of an event to be Christian. It is Christian art because the Holy Spirit speaks to you through it, because it resonates with what you already know of the presence of God within you. The work of the Christian artist in this sense is like what 16th century church reformer Martin Luther said about being a Christian business person when he said that the Christian shoemaker doesn't do his duty by putting little crosses on his shoes, but by making good shoes, because God appreciates good craftsmanship. I would like to think that what Luther meant by good craftsmanship is that the shoemaker is fulfilling his calling from God, his vocation. He or she is doing what God has called, equipped, and sent him or her to do. Artists often speak of creativity as a flow. The Holy Spirit, God's personal ongoing presence for good in the world, is described in both the Old and New Testament of the Bible as streams of living water. Jeremiah 2, 11 through 13, John 4, 5 through 14, John 7, 37 through 39 are examples. The Holy Spirit wells up from within us and it flows. Author Ernest Hemingway once said that writing is easy. You just sit down at your typewriter and open a vein. Okay, that's a very Ernest Hemingway thing to say. But is not that the creative process? You start with a starting point and the rest flows. But you never know what will be heard or through what medium the Holy Spirit will speak. How often did someone come out of a worship service, shake my hand, look with earnest and grateful eyes, and say, Oh, Pastor, when you said that thing about that thing, it was exactly what I needed to hear today. And I had no recollection of preparing or saying anything like what they had heard. I think that can be the work of the Holy Spirit. The experience of the Christian and the presence of art is like what Christian philosopher and theologian Soren Kierkegaard said about Christian worship, that the question to ask oneself after worship is not, what did I get out of that, but how did I do? How open is the worshiper to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and to act in accord with it? It is not a matter of sophistication, but an openness and willingness to hear the voice of God. The experience of a Christian standing before a work of art is like one of the things Jesus spoke of when he said in Matthew 13, starting at the 10th verse. Then the disciples came and asked him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. The reason I speak to them in parables is that seeing they do not perceive and hearing they do not listen, nor do they understand. With them indeed is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah that says, You will indeed listen but never understand, and you will indeed look but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and their ears are hard of hearing, 
and they have shut their eyes, so that they might not look with their eyes, and listen with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. What do we see when we look at a work of art? What do we see when we experience the natural world? The answer is found in who we are and in what we bring to the act of seeing. We see the world through the lens of the active, living presence of God within us, forming and inspiring us. It is our truest selves. Seeing is a form of believing, but believing is a way of seeing by we who see through the eyes of faith. How open are we when we stand before a work of art, and to what end? Is art just one experience after another, or is it leading somewhere? God the Holy Spirit is feeding you and guiding you toward the end of history. Open your heart, strip yourself of everything but the voice of God to fearlessly see and hear what God reveals. Be blessed by the act of viewing and turn toward God. But our lives are given meaning right now. Our lives are themselves the work of art of a creative and redeeming God. God, who created us for a living relationship with God, opens our hearts not just to experience art, but to see and to live in that art. He came to die to restore the relationship that we rejected. In this is our living witness to the reconciling and transformative work of Jesus Christ for us on the cross. In this is life. What are the pictures at your exhibition? What do you show to others of yourself, your faith? What stories do you tell? What of your inner life do you reveal? What has the Holy Spirit revealed to you through artistic media? That is your witness. May your art be the media through which others see God and come to a living, visible relationship with God. The website for the Benton Museum of Art at Pomona College says, The Benton Museum of Art originates lively and innovative art experiences that foster creative and critical thinking. Creative and critical thinking are at the heart of the Christian faith, and both are in short supply at this point in the pandemic. But they are two of the means that will get us through it. Visit a museum this week, or visit one online. Stand before art, open to transformation by God, and be the art through which God speaks. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccine, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. 
When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders, pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay at home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated. <music>